Hi, my name is Jackie, and this is Alive and Active. This podcast is a weekly devotional where we will study scripture and challenge one another to a lifestyle that is fully alive in Christ. In this devotional, I will challenge you to actively pursue what God says and how we can apply it to our lives. So grab your Bible and your favorite beverage, and let's dig in together. Hi, welcome back. Happy Thanksgiving. And I am so sorry that this has been so late. It's been a long time coming. And boy, has it just been a mess <laughs> this month. I mean, 2020 has been pretty rough, but this month has just taken the cake, man. So me and my family went on a camping trip. We were hit by a car. Everyone was fine, but our camper was completely totaled. Um, that's still a big mess that's being worked out by insurance companies and apparently her lawyer. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, but everyone's okay, like health-wise, thank God. But we were like 14 hours away whenever the wreck happened. So we had to figure out how to get a U-Haul, get everything out of our camper, get home with our two-year-old. And then when we got home, we found out we had COVID. Uh, Last week, I was all set to record and lost my voice. Now we're stuck at home during Thanksgiving. So I hope that you have had a better month than me. And that's enough about me. I don't usually like to come on here talking about myself. But just wanted to let you know that this has been a long time coming. I feel like we're kind of under attack right now. Um, And I don't believe that the enemy really wanted me to record this. So I'm glad to be here. I pray for God's uh, protection. And for whoever needs to hear this, I pray that the Lord's will be done with it. I do want to apologize if I still sound nasally or breathy. I do still have a little congestion going on, but I just really felt that it was important to get this message out. So the first thing I want to talk about, just recognizing our very real and common enemy. Like a lot of people get nervous about talking about the enemy, but if there is something out there that is trying to seek, kill, and destroy us, we need to be prepared for battle and we need to be prepared to address it. And so I promise that this point ties into our topic today. We're finally on part two of why bad things happen to good people. And so my first point is that I just want to shed some light on common lies that Satan wants us to believe. So there are some lies that can hold you back from experiencing the freedom that God has in store for you. Last week, we talked about the story of Eve being deceived by the serpent. The scripture shows us that one way Satan Satan deceives us is by twisting God's words. We also see this again in Matthew chapter 4 when Jesus goes to be tempted in the wilderness. I love our sweet Jesus. Man, that he wanted to endure the torture of going to the wilderness hungry and alone just to be tempted in every way so he could relate to us and have compassion when we face many trials. He sets an example for us to know the true word of God for ourselves and cling to it for everything that the enemy throws at us. So no matter what temptation you're faced, Jesus endured it too, and he gave us an example on how to combat Satan's lies with God's holy truth. I just think that story shows us how caring and relational our God is. Another way Satan deceives us is by making us believe that we are completely alone and no one would understand. I relate to this lie in so many ways. For so many years, as a new believer, I was stuck in a pattern of never moving forward in steps of obedience because I was trapped in the lie believing that no one would understand or even like me 
if they knew the sins and lifestyle that I struggled to let go of. I also saw this example with Elijah in the story of First Kings. So in this time, Daniel left his kingdom to his son Solomon, and he started out with great intentions, but he was blindsided with his love for women. He idolized women more than he loved God, and the kingdom would suffer for generations to come. In the times of Elijah, evil kings are establishing foreign gods, enslaving the people, and the people of Israel rebel against God. Massive amounts of prophets and God's followers are being persecuted. So Elijah, the prophet, spends years running, hiding in caves, only to come out and speak to the people as God instructs him to. In chapter 19, God asks Elijah why he's hiding and afraid in a cave, and he answers, I have been very zealous for the Lord, the God of hosts, for the sons of Israel have forsaken your covenant, torn down your altars, and killed your prophets with the sword, and I alone am left, and they seek my life to take it away. The Lord then tells Elijah to go to the wilderness of Damascus, and he will find an anointed king and prophet for Israel. And there are 7,000 people who have not abandoned him or worshipped any other god. Elijah temporarily stopped the work of the Lord to isolate himself in a cave out of fear. He believed the lie that he was alone and forced to leave the country out of just worry and fear. Can we just take a moment to stop and praise the Lord that he does not leave us there in the cave. He will come to rescue us with the truth that sets us free in order to keep us moving forward. Thank you, Father God. Now, in some situations, it seems that we have crossed off every good Christian checkbox. You know what I mean. We work so hard to do and say the right things, but still end up getting dealt a bad hand of sickness, stuck in a bad position at work, or going through heartache, or losing a loved one. No one can understand the ways of the wicked world in which we live in. All too often, innocent victims experience the backlash of consequences of someone else's sin. During tragedy, we learn our desperate need for our Savior. Like the Israelites wandering in the desert, we learn to depend on God for our daily bread. The only comfort we have is knowing that Jesus came to heal the sick. Last week, I mentioned the book by C.S. Lewis, The Trouble with Pain. In his book, he talks about how without evil, we would never have the need for Jesus or even experience the sovereignty and goodness of the Lord. Luke 6 says, Blessed are you who are poor. For yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you who are hungry now, for you will be satisfied. Blessed are you who weep, for you will laugh. Blessed are you who blessed are you when people hate you. Then they exclude you and insult and reject your name as evil because of the Son of Man. Rejoice in the day and leap for joy, because great is your reward in heaven. For that is how for that is how their ancestors treated the prophets. Now, I'm no expert. Shoot me an email to correct me if I'm wrong here. I believe this passage is talking to anyone experiencing this trial in the here and now before your life ends or before Christ returns, whichever happens first. Because the second half talks about those that have no trouble in this life. It talks about the trouble they will experience when their life comes to an end. But woe to you who are rich, for you have already received your comfort. Woe to you who are well fed now for you will go hungry. Woe to you who laugh now, for you will mourn and weep. Woe to you when everyone speaks well of you, for that is how their ancestors treated the false prophets. Also catch how these attitudes are inherited or maybe taught from generation to generation. Interesting. 
I don't know about you, but I think I would rather endure the temporary suffering of here and now versus the eternal consequences in the afterlife. We will all face death, as mentioned in the last episode in Ecclesiastes. First Peter 2 promises that everyone that isn't a believer and treats others unjustly will face doom. It's better to put up with foolish people and find God's favor than to stand up and fight out of anger and a demand for our own self-righteousness. But those that believe have Jesus as their cornerstone, firm foundation. We are a people that are set apart from this world out of darkness into light. We must learn to respect and submit to our Lord even when it seems unjust and unfair. We should respect and submit out of our holy fear of God, because we will all face a judgment day. We all deserve judgment, yet we live and breathe because God's love, mercy, and faithfulness. We are capable of loving and forgiving our enemies because of God's great and unconditional love for us. In Luke 7, Jesus gives the parable of a moneylender who forgives two debts. For one servant, he writes off 50 denarii, and the other servant, he forgives 500 denarii. He then asked Peter which servant loved the money lender more. Sometimes we have to stop and think about all the debt that Jesus paid for us. Those that realize they have been forgiven of much can love much in gratitude for the mercy that they have been shown. Exodus 20 says that God is a jealous God. He will remove idols. So anything you put above God. Daily surrender isn't easy and it doesn't feel good when the branches that don't bear fruit are just being cut off and thrown into the fire. Read the reference in Matthew 7. So ask yourself if maybe God is removing an idol in your life. Maybe he's asking you to let go of something during this trial so that you can pick up something greater in the future. When it's all said and done, we have to make a choice, friends. And like I said in the beginning of this podcast, this has been a terrible month. So I'm in it with you. But we have to make a choice. Are we going to let hardships tear us away from God, making us bitter and angry? Or will we press into God for the strength to keep believing that he's sovereign and good and he will provide our every need? Thank you so much for listening. This awesome song is titled Meant to Be by Ark North featuring Christina Marina. Please know I am praying for you every week and I would so love it if you would pray for me as well because your prayers are powerful and effective. I would love to hear how this week's episode impacted you and I hope you'll join me next week. Until next time, let's go be doers of the alive and active Word of God.